0: Welcome to Beneath the Wing. Just like air passing over the wing of an aircraft provides lift, the people we meet can also give us lift in life by sharing their stories of strength and success, connecting us all. Beneath the Wing explores the stories of those connected with the Minnesota Air National Guard's 133rd Airlift Wing with a little humor and learning along the way. I'm your host, Wing Command Chief Mark Legvold. So, this edition of Beneath the Wing is a little special. Since the purpose of Beneath the Wing is to share stories and build connections, I'm normally pretty unbiased in my approach to who gets selected uh, to interview, and they're all people who I really do care about. But today, I'm both interviewing and being interviewed by the person I care most about. My wife, Lisa, is joining me on Beneath the Wing today. She's a mother, stepmother of six kids, grandmother of three, former business owner, and now works in the medical medical profession as a PA. She's also a military spouse by default because she's married to me, my best friend in the whole world, and the only person I can call sweetie or dear, I'm sure, on this podcast. So on this special Valentine's Day edition of Beneath the Wing, we're going to talk about love and the military. Then we're going to be joined by a special couple who have a unique perspective to being in love and in the military. So, sweetie, Welcome to Beneath the Wing.
1: Thanks, honey.
0: So I'll start off here, since we're doing kind of a team approach to this. Uh, You came from a non-military background. What's been your biggest adjustment for you marrying into this?
1: It wasn't an adjustment per se, but more of an enlightenment about what being in the military as a family member or spouse really, really looks like. And it it looks much more familiar and supportive than I may have ever guessed. It's How, been great.
0: Cool. How so when we talk about support and and support of military members, what is what is that what does it look like that you weren't expecting?
1: Um almost immediately the people within this organization who cared about you seem to very genuinely also care about
0: me. That's really cool. Yeah. That's one of those things I'd never really, really figure that would be, you know, different than joining, a, like, corporate or, you know, where you work medically, I suppose. That's, that's very true.
1: In um, the corporate environment or the medical environment that I'm, I've been familiar with, that process of familiarization with with not only your colleagues and coworkers um, that happens fairly slowly and over time, which I suppose it does here too, but there's not as as obvious or easy of in incorporation of family members. Okay, that takes t- a lot more time and yeah. intentional effort.
0: Sure. Yeah. Sure, I, I am. Uh... I've always been very impressed with the intentional effort that you know we put into uh, the relationships that we have with our family members out here, and maybe that's just because um, we do have to go places as a big group at times, and, and that becomes uh, a an extension of what family really, really looks like. Where we're taking a family trip, but we can't bring our spouse, and so it's important for us as a big group to take care of the the spouses and the kids that get left behind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So um, we're, we're doing a team approach to the interview today. So you get to ask me some questions and you had a little bit of time to think about this. So you said nothing that's gonna to be too terribly embarrassing, but uh, go ahead, I'll let you go.
1: Definitely not embarrassing. Maybe, right. maybe silly at
0: times, well, which that is how we roll. That's how we roll yeah. for sure.
1: Well, we'll start serious. So you have 30 years of military experience behind you now. That's a long time. How are we that old? That's Uh, not the question. That's just an aside. But what advice would you give your brand new little baby airman self, knowing what you know now in terms, specifically as it relates to relationships and family?
0: Okay, so if I'm 20 or really young and getting married and, Balancing, I guess I would say um, work to balance. And, and I'm not saying work and balance. I'm saying work hard to balance the um, the military side, the job side, the, the commitment that we have to the countryside, and then the side of the family. If you work to balance that, which I don't always get right, as you would well know. Um, but if you really, really purposefully work to balance that that goes a long way and I wish I would have known that um, a lot earlier that there is it doesn't have to be all of one thing and none of the other that there is a good balance there but you got to work at it and be be um, participate with your spouse on that too many times we just say well I have to do this because the military said and that's just the way it is which sometimes that's the way it is but if you do a lot of communicating long ahead of time and you build a plan, um, that makes those transitions and that sudden movement, uh, muscle movement that the military sometimes has to do, uh, it makes it a little bit easier and better to understand. I don't know if I get that right all the time.
1: Your intentionality is very obvious, and you're and you're and you're super open about it, which is very reassuring as the person who occasionally is left holding the bag so to speak at home um, you realize how this person this person is doing what they feel like they they must and they should but at the same time feeling that pull back towards home and that it's it's painful that for them as well mm-hmm. so oh yeah yeah
0: um, you are a One of the things that I love about you is you are a communicator, you like to talk. Um, I know what your love language is and that's time. Um, And so when I do end up going out the door, whether it's for a week to a class or three months for a, a training or off to D.C. last minute, one of the things that kind of keeps us grounded, I feel, is we kind of get into a rhythm of every day there is a call. Every day there's a certain time where we still connect. Um, what other things work um, or could work, I guess, in that regard to stay connected
1: I guess are you speaking specifically about when you're away?
2: Yeah
1: um, we, we don't spend a lot of time when you're away and we are talking on the phone or texting or whatever you know we're able to do at the moment we don't spend a lot of time going over the minutia of the day or the to-do lists or the the difficulties, we actually are, it feels to me anyway, as though we are trying to be connected to one another, even though we're physically far away. So emotionally connected. So there's there's lots of nice, sweet moments. Mm-hmm. And that helps me. I don't know what you think.
0: It, it helps me. One of the things that you are so good at is you ask a lot, you ask questions that, keep me out of the minutia and kind of help me to stay connected and it speaks to uh, the importance of the partnership in that I know what you're really good at and sometimes I get stuck in the I just want to talk about work because sometimes that's what I get stuck in and you're, you're so good at moving me into a different direction in a different mode.
1: Sometimes I also enjoy your work conversations <laughs> kind of living a little vicariously through you you also let me give you advice, which is kind of cool. I, I like to give advice.
0: So one, one of the <laughs> so things... So you take it? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> one of the things I didn't introduce you as is my lead critic in this in this <laughs> endeavor in a podcast, but uh, Lisa's the one that will listen to these and tell me I need to do something better or uh, tell me what's really, really good and give me the positive encouragement that I sometimes need the pat on the head saying, hey, that was really, really good, or you got to do better on that and... and I have said this before, and I will say it again, usually, uh, I would say 99% of the time when I listen to you and follow your advice, it goes really well. <laughs> so
1: well, I wouldn't want to steer you wrong. I,
0: I don't think you would. I don't think you would. So, um, is it hard? I, I guess this is a general, general question. What's hard about loving someone in uniform?
1: much because I guess your situation has not put you at physical risk but but that would be I would for for most I would think the most difficult aspect um and for me as a you know a time person who, who finds fulfillment in relationship by by spending time it is it is has been difficult for you to have to go when you have to go Thankfully it really isn't that often and thankfully it has never for as long as we've had a relationship, it's never been for 6 months or 12 months or 18 months like I know very well a lot of couples have to deal with. It's also a little bit easier because we don't have little children at home, which life when you are married with small children is incredibly busy. And it's a whole lot of very thankless work and for all of the joy, of course, too. But I, our kids are are adult age, so they're they're independent. You know, we have we have a couple and have had three that have been living with us more recently, with all the COVID transitions and things. But but as independent adults, with with um, the, taking on most of the time their fair share of the responsibilities but i don't have to take care of them Mm -hmm. i just have to do my thing and allow you to do yours while you're away so that that works out just fine actually
0: it does it does help and Mm -hmm. and it also speaks to that we talked about earlier is just some of that pre-communication of where hey mommy's got to go away for six months and um, having that that partnership in the relationship where we talk about, okay, if mom's got to deploy and she's going to be gone for six months, there's a lot of pre-communication and setting up for success, especially if there's those little kids involved. Or if um, dad's going to be away for a long time, um, there's a lot of communication on what's going to be involved where mom or dad's going to be a single parent for a little while. And one of the awesome things that I heard in, in an earlier podcast is when when dad is gone, they make a paper Uh, chain and every night before bed they take one of those chain pieces off and that's one day closer to dad coming home Um, and that was I found that to be just so simple but just a great technique to help the kids be a part of that
1: great visual for a little child who thinks usually pretty concretely
0: yeah yeah for for sure Mm -hmm. so um, like you said I we've not had to balance the little kids and and being gone for a long time. We've been together for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Married for over four. No. (laughs) No! (laughs) Married a little bit longer.
1: Try that again.
0: Uh, Over, is it over, a little over three?
1: So we were married in what year?
0: Oh gosh, I can't remember. I'm going to edit this 20, out. No, you
1: should not. <laughs> 2016. This is 2021. It is 2021. 21 minus 16 is five. Five. Okay. So we're coming up on our sixth anniversary.
0: Well, how about that? No,
1: I'm wrong. This.
0: I'm just going to sit oh, here and let you do math.
1: I'm wrong. <laughs>
0: No, I'm not editing this out. I bet you're not. So I'm going to go back to my original question that Uh i had written down here. So we've been together for over 10 years (laughs) and married for over four. True.
1: 100% correct.
0: (laughs) What do you think is the secret to a good relationship?
1: Laughing at one another one?
0: (laughs) Not doing math together. Not
1: doing math on tape for other people to hear. (laughs) (laughs) We do, we do, uh, but seriously, we do not take one another too seriously, or ourselves. And that helps, and I wasn't always as easy about that. In my 20s, I was much more high-strung than I am now that I'm close to 50, and anyway.
0: Easier to just let some of the stuff go and...
1: The small stuff, Uh sure, and fundamentally, Mark, you're, you're a you're a good person and I don't have to ever think about that. So if there's a miscommunication or a, or a, something else that might be irritating, it doesn't ever get to the level of devastating because I know it's it's an innocent mistake or a miscommunication or a misunderstanding and that can be talked through, so.
0: So the, there it is. The, the cap on the toothpaste thing is not that big of a deal.
1: No, and even though you're going to let everyone who will ever listen to this know that I can't add how many <laughs> years we've been married. <laughs>
0: I seriously I will, work,
1: I will have to work hard this afternoon to forgive you for
0: that one. <laughs> knowing I had the best of intentions. And I think that's uh, it allows us to laugh when we always approach each other knowing that we have the best of intentions yeah. for the other person in mind. Yes. So <laughs> that's delightful. How red am I? Uh you're not. Oh boy. That's good. Okay.
1: <laughs> Can I ask you a question? You sure can, Mark. Why do you wear your old uniforms at home? Oh my
0: god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, all the time. I hate spending money on clothes. That's one. I, I, okay. So full disclosure here. I still have the old camouflage pattern, the BDUs, and I still wear them. I have my desert uniforms, and I have my ABUs, and they're all great work clothes. I. Uh, but for me, it's just a this. I have so much of this, so I, I have to wear it out before I throw it away. Lisa knows this. I will wear socks until they have two holes in them, and then I'll throw them away. Just a,
1: that's a new that's a new development in your life.
0: Yeah, throwing them easy? away. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I used to hang on to them forever. That's a good question, though. I You're right.
1: I was inspired at lunchtime today. I
0: appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Before we roll into quick questions, do you what else do you got for me?
1: Um, so jobs, for most of us, are stressful to a certain degree. How do you process that stress so you don't allow it to negatively impact home?
0: Oh. I'm not always good at that. And I think that's maybe the first thing, is, is that I recognize that I'm not always good at leaving the stress alone. Um, a, a lot of it, Lisa, is I, I come home and I, I have to emotionally process sometimes with you. And, and being purposeful about saying, I, I, have, I have this amount of stress right now and I just need to take a break and talk about it. And usually you and I will sit down with a, a glass of wine and we'll talk about how stressful it is. And then you will say, okay, can you shift gears? Or, or can you leave that behind? Or sometimes you're a little bit better at saying, okay, you gotta let that go. Um, I, there's, I'm terrible at exercising my stress away. I'm, I'm really good at eating my stress away. Um, but just the ability to kind of verbally process, which is what I do, um, and having you as that sounding board sometimes is really helpful.
1: I think that actually, uh, I was getting at something different, and the way that you do that doesn't allow doesn't allow your stress to negatively impact home. It's I think natural and necessary to have people outside of work at home, ideally like we do that where you can, um, where you can. Talk it through. See what you don't do, and which is excellent, is and in, in, in incredibly healthy, is you don't, when you're under stress from work or or el- elsewhere, you don't allow that to make you irritable with the people at home or short tempered or, or, you know, any of those things that some of us do when we're feeling incredibly stressed. We might get snippy or or. isolate ourselves you know things like that that the people that we love could could take personally yeah you don't do that
0: it took some work uh, Mm. to become more like that Um, it took some work and quite frankly some good therapy Um, Mm. uh, when I was when I was seeing my therapist when life was terribly stressful I had to learn how to how to do that a little bit better than I had in the past and you know we grow and we get older, but we also get a little wiser, and sometimes it takes a little external help on that regard. That's a very intuitive question. <laughs> okay, so um, this is fun. I See, the thing is, I, I go home, and Lisa and I get to talk all the time, and it's, it's great, but I don't get to ask you some of these quick questions. Uh, so, chocolate or strawberries? yes uh, me too red wine or bourbon red wine romantic comedy or romance novels comedy pina coladas or getting caught in the rain
1: pina coladas of course <laughs> I, I hate being wet and cold uh-huh
0: <laughs> uh, one o'clock or 1300
1: <laughs> one o'clock
0: <laughs> okay fair enough i don't
1: speak your language
0: i know you don't <laughs> i do. I try to make it really clear and say 1,300 p.m. Those are good.
1: I have a, a, some fun ones too. Okay. I have some would you rathers. All right. Mark Legbolt, would you rather do dishes, do taxes, or do laundry? Taxes. You're sick. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather lose your keys or lose your phone? I'm not surprised would you rather read a book or listen to a podcast
0: oh. read a book
1: would you rather eat lutefisk or eat tripe
0: <laughs> that's a terribly unfair question <laughs> lutefisk I know everybody's gagging right now
1: I know I try to think of the grossest things I've ever <laughs> heard of would you, have, would you rather travel to Hawaii or travel to Europe? With you? Sure. I'll go to both places.
0: That, then that was my answer, but uh, Europe.
1: Would you rather, this is my last one, would you rather have dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Dark. There we go.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to just reintroduce you, and then we're going to take a little break. I've been joined today on the special Valentine's Day edition of beneath the wing by my wife Lisa and this sure has been fun and I'm sure we're gonna to add to the depth of our conversations when we get home based on this maybe some math uh, before we go uh, in too many details about our life and love in the military we're gonna take a break and when we come back we're gonna be joined by staff sergeants Ben and Taylor Nielsen both members of the 133rd airlift wing who have a great story that both Lisa and I get to explore together with them. So please stick around after this message.
2: Hello, I am Kelly Wilkinson, the Airman and Family Readiness Program Manager for the 133rd Airlift Wing. The Airman and Family Readiness Program's overall objectives are to provide programs and services to assist commanders, service members, and their families with educational opportunities tools, skills, and resources to encourage the development and sustainment of resilient airmen and military families, ultimately leading to operational mission readiness. One of the many programs is Strong Bonds Training, which is facilitated by the chaplain staff. There are training opportunities for individuals, married military couples, and military families. These programs focus on strengthening self-awareness, communication, and relationship building. The next strong bonds training is for military couples, being held at the Dollar Tree Hilton in Bloomington from 26th through 28th February. If you would like to register, contact me by the 21st. This training is a great opportunity for military couples to have a weekend to focus on their relationship and finding new ways to strengthen the love you already have for each other. If you are a service member or a military family member in need of assistance in any areas of your life, personal work life, employment, financial readiness, childcare, resilience, and or stress management, and lastly, crisis assistance, please do not hesitate to contact me at 612-713-2367. Again, that is 612-713-2367. Thank you.
0: Thanks for sticking around. You're listening to the Valentine's edition of Beneath the Wing, and my co-host for this section is, in fact, my wife, and Valentine, Lisa.
1: Hi, Valentine.
0: Hi. Joining us now are staff sergeants, Ben and Taylor Nielsen. Ben's a member of the communications flight and has been part of our wing for about six and a half years. Did I do the math right? You did? Okay.
1: (laughs) you You big jerk. I know.
0: (laughs) Taylor's also in our wing, works for Mission Support Group in their admin support section, and has been with us for about eight and a half years. Nice. Did the math right? You did. Okay, just rubbing it in a no. little bit for Lisa. <laughs> <can see> <laughs> so first going. of all, welcome to you both. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I get to start off with the with the fun question here. Tell us your love story. How did you meet? Where? When? How? Oh. So do you want the real story or her story? <laughs> Let's really uh, I'm going to let you tell the story, Ben, and I bet you Taylor will maybe add to it. I'm sure she will. I'll, I'll start with <laughs> the I'll first part. I'll embellish it. Like yeah. I
3: do with everything. I mean,
4: Sounds great. I met Taylor maybe, what was it, probably like about four years ago now. Um, it was kind of just like one off, you know, met kind of just like, oh, hi, I'm Taylor. You know, I was like, okay, I'm Ben um
0: out here at the base
4: yeah just out here on base i was actually working temporary like kind of like temp tech status but temp just orders like weekly for services also doing it was guard bumping. right yeah, yeah no i was definitely guard bumping with services when i met her and then re-met her about three months later um i was doing a guard bumming for recruiting and i was in the kind of the fishbowl downstairs so if people don't know the fishbowl, it's there's only really one entrance, so I'm kind of in the back of it. All of a sudden, she cages me in. You know, she walks
2: in the doorway
4: and just sort of stands there and just keeps talking it's to me. It's just glass.
0: It's a glass office, basically. Yeah, yeah.
4: Right. It's a glass office. But, you know, it's all kind of fogged up, so no one can really see in there. But, um, you know, she just stands in the doorway and proceeds to just start interrogating me, right? On my life, you know, hi, you know, I'm Taylor. I, I was like, yeah, I think we met before, you know. And she just keeps going off about whatever. And we found some, you know, mutual interests in some things. But, you know, traditionally, I'm kind of a little bit sassier than some people. So uh, it got to the point where she's like, oh, I should reprimand you. Because she was a staff sergeant at the time. I was a senior airman. Oh, my. And I was like, oh, geez. It's one of those. And then I made the comment. I was like, oh, with that cockiness, you must be a flyer. And she was like. I I am a flyer. And I was like, ooh, awkward. Because you
2: were
0: were a flight medic at the
2: time. Yeah, she was. That's very cocky then. Uh So,
4: no, needless to say, she invited me out to lunch. And I said,
3: sure. No, no, no. Okay. All
4: right, all right. Here's her story. (laughs) Okay, so this
3: is what happened. Okay, so... Um, he was working in the DFAC because at the time he was, um, he always used to work behind the deli. So the, so the, the DFAC sandwiches.
0: is what we call the dining facility, oh, dining facility, the chow hall, the mess hall, the place where people eat, right? Yes, Not exactly. Yeah.
3: So I would go and usually I would be so busy during drill. So I would go and get a sandwich, like always at like the end of lunch. And he would always be at the counter doing the sandwiches. So for like a lo- I mean, probably years I saw him and I'd call him cute deli guy. And anyone who knows me knows I'm very, like, outspoken and introverted. But when it came to him, I just could not talk to him. I would, like, look down at my tray, you know, get my sandwich. He'd be trying to, like, engage and talk to me. And I just was like, I don't know. Yeah. To him, I probably looked a little standoffish because, you know, at the time, I was this hot shot flight medic. And, you know. Was this
0: the middle school in love butterfly thing <laughs> that you were getting?
3: Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, I no, but for real, I told. I no idea. It, all, I was going to say, and all of, like, our friends still talk about that. Like, I would call him Cute Deli Guy. And so, eventually, when we started dating, they are like, oh, my gosh, this is the guy. Like, you talked about. There's only really so many gingers on base. Like, um, but, yeah, so then... When I saw him in the fishbowl that day, I was like, okay, this is my chance. Like, I did not interrogate him, first off. I literally just wanted to, like, be able to finally, like, introduce myself, you know, and, like, start the communication because I, like, got the courage, you know. So, yeah. And then I I employed him. I said, oh, yeah, you know, it's a tradition, like, people that have been on base a while to take the new people out to lunch. So that's how I, like, got him to go to lunch with me. And then we actually found out, so... We have mutual friends um, that we both grew up with and um, have, like, a lot of commonalities, actually, with... Um, I grew up on Bear, he grew up in Forest Lake, but we have a lot of friends from the same area. So, yeah, and then that to kind of started the conversation.
0: So you took yeah. him out to lunch? Indeed. Yeah.
4: Good.
0: And you let her buy? No,
4: I, this is actually you kind sh- of <laughs> Yes, he did! <laughs> oh, no, so, no. technically, at this oh, point, here we go. Okay. I... Did not see this as a date. This is stereotypical me not seeing signs, you know. <laughs> par for the course, really, in my entire it life. He still doesn't. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. indeed.
4: No. indeed. Uh, but so I was like, okay, yeah, no, I'll pay. And we got to Jimmy John's and I offered to pay. And I was like, that's fine. Yeah, I'll pay. And they're like, oh, by the way, our, the 50% off military discount only happens for the first sandwich. And me, thinking practically, I'm like, well, we can save more money if you just buy your own sandwich. Mm-hmm. I mean... To me, it's kind of the rational yeah, thought process. Exactly. It wasn't really a date. It was just, hey, let's go out to lunch. So I was like, okay.
3: I was kind so of I was like, back. I, I was like, like, oh,
4: so then you got your sandwich, right? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I, I guess. And I was like, oh, oh, whoops. It's a little
3: but, awkward, but fine, okay? <laughs> we just kept growing with it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, fine.
3: But I'm it sure was funny. Fine. So we had lunch, and we just totally connected on so many different ways, just like with how we grew up and Um, even with, yeah, just like I said, the mutual friends and stuff. So it made it really easy to to talk because we just were on the same page. We also have a mutual love, Rely K, a little known, uh, band, like pop rock band that we both really love that not many people know. It's kind of a random, but I don't know. Nope. They
0: had had a hit back in the nineties and I'm trying to remember what the song was.
3: Yeah. I don't, maybe, mm, I don't, that's like one of their, it's literally, they do,
4: they're more like, um. Early to late thousands, early teens, like
0: 2010 range. But 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 anyway, it's going to come to me. And at least it knows it's going to bother me until I remember it. And That's mean right.
1: No help whatsoever.
3: Oh, That's
0: all right. I mean, it's kind
3: of like a green date feel. That's yep, how I describe. No, yeah.
0: I can hear the genre.
3: Oh yeah. No, they're so. But anyway, so we like. Anyway, I had yeah.
4: lunch. She actually didn't even eat a bite because I was her so nervous. Yeah. The entire time, I
3: used all my courage to like talk to him. That by that point, I was like shaking. I was like so nervous. Like. That's sweet.
4: Oh, yeah. And he still had no idea
0: at this <laughs> yeah. point. So I was like, oh
3: okay. Yeah. But it's funny because then we hit it off, and so then um, we went back to base, and you know, of course, both of us are just like giddy giggly about like what happened, you know, and, um, I was sitting. So the reason I was past the fishbowls, I was working in the IG. I'm um, doing temp tech stuff. i um, there, which if people aren't aware, so IG is next to the fishbowl. So you
0: were working for the inspector general yeah, helping with oh, inspections of your own base. Yes. Got it. Got
3: yep. It. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Got so, um, but yeah, so yeah,
0: right next
4: door,
3: right next door. Yeah. And so, um, after that, he actually messaged me, I think on Facebook and said, you know, I really enjoyed lunch. Like, can we get dinner today too? So then I was like, okay, yeah. (laughs) And uh, so I rushed home and I was so excited. I'm like, mom, I met somebody. And I was like talking to her about him and stuff. And she just like, she even reminded me now, she's like, I remember how excited you were. Like, I just knew that this was different. Like, this wasn't like any of the other guys you've been on dates before with. Mm -hmm. So,
1: oh, the venue you yeah.
3: obviously weren't
4: that clueless. No, well, I think it was after the lunch where I was like, okay, yeah. you know, I kind of poked a little bit, prodded, and she was like, yeah,
1: you
4: know, single. I'm like, okay, okay, cool, 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 you know? But, um, yeah, no, I was, I think one of my, I don't know if I know the exact words I used, but I was like, I don't think lunch was enough, are you free for dinner kind of a thing. So, yeah, I brought her to my favorite restaurant, and, um, yeah, the rest is Kind of history from that point on.
3: So we went up to no, so we were in Forest Lake. Um because that's where he's from and where we live now. And yeah, we went to this Thai place that we still love. It's like our favorite place to go and it's always fun to be around there because you know it's like the start of our love story. And yeah. I mean we literally had dinner at like four and then I didn't leave till like eleven or something. We just like hung out, like walked around this park and there's like a really pretty the Forest Lake Lake is right there. Um so yeah, it was just awesome. And that's actually where he proposed to me too is um at that lake oh sweet yeah and we got dinner cool. at the Thai place and, yeah
0: mm-hmm. so. good call ben thank
4: you <laughs> nice
0: on that one. sometimes so sometimes i make good decisions who's the more romantic one in this relationship she is 100 percent. taylor
3: yeah i don't know yes and no okay so he loves to be i think yes i'm more romantic because he likes to be romanced i think Which is funny, because I don't think that's common.
4: See, I would go the other way around. I I would say you are the one who wants to be romanced, so I end up having to do grand gestures to make her happy, I think, more Uh, so than anything. Well, okay, that's
3: fair. I do, like, little things, you know, like little tokens. Mm -hmm. We've done, like, the um, four lenses and, like, the... uh, love languages and stuff so we in fact we just did one yesterday to see if we've changed and we have oh. like he's picked up some of my love languages and vice versa because you know after a couple of years of marriage that kind of happens
2: yeah.
3: yeah yeah so i think it's i don't know it's kind of the perfect balance yeah
0: fantastic
1: uh-huh are you waiting for me to you're, ask a question you're up, honey. all,
0: funny. all
1: okay. right i got one here's an interesting one how has the year of covid Enhanced your home life. Enhanced it. Okay. <laughs> enhanced. I'd say most people say it like, I,
4: gonna... <laughs> I know.
3: Uh, no, I, well, so I got full time on base. Ben's been a technician for. Gosh, two a years. over two years. Yeah, two years. And then I just became full time um, almost a year ago. So we've been driving together and like every day, even before COVID hit. So I mean, I guess you're kind of used to just always being together. So for us, it's just been kind of like a natural enhancement of just like spending more time. And I don't know, we're kind of weird because we love being together. So it hasn't actually caused, I mean, I guess in enhancing, it's allowed more time and more conversations to take place that maybe we wouldn't have had. Um, but, yeah, know, I don't know. I what don't you know. Think?
4: Before COVID, we, I'm a homebody. I've always kind of been a homebody. I've never needed to go out, never really felt the need. been very much so an introvert. But um, so with COVID just kind of enabled me to just be in my comfort zone at all times, which is like a plus. But I mean, Taylor and I were working together full time, like same building, same floor, same schedule. Like we kind of were with each other a lot, which I mean some people might see as kind of a negative. But I mean, I think, you know, if, if we've lasted even like two and a half years, like seeing each other every second of every day, I mean, there's no part of me that like regrets my decision by any means and I think it just kind of brings us closer together in that way. But I mean, even before COVID, we were still at home most of the time. Yeah, we're so.
3: inseparable actually. I mean we're best friends, you know, like we just have again, we have so many things in common. It makes it easy to be together when you like a lot of the same things. Um And so, I guess, okay, so I have picked up some of his hobbies, so if you want to talk about enhancement, so we now play D&D together, which is super fun. Dungeons and and Dragons. Yeah.
4: Indeed. Yeah. I'm I'm quite the fan. He's a Dungeon Master. I'm not surprised. (laughs) Actually, believe it or not, it wasn't until COVID started that I really played for the first time. Yeah. Because I played maybe once, like, five, ten years ago, but... It wasn't until after that where one of my buddies was like, Hey, yeah, I'm really interested in this. We should try. And I was like, All right. And I kind of dove in head first. Yeah.
3: And it's a great game because you can play virtually. Sure. You know, obviously, just there's mm-hmm. all sorts of awesome tools nowadays. But. So, yeah. So I picked up um, that. And we've um, been playing some video games and stuff together, too. So, yeah, it's been kind of, you know, it's definitely bonded us.
0: It's, it's good to do some of those interesting. I guess something you'd never really pick up on your own, but you do just because your spouse. Lisa's helping me restore a car.
3: Ooh, that's that's on the list. I
1: definitely want to do that. Yeah.
0: So we're having a good time with that.
1: Mark says, Lisa, take this nut off. And so I try for a little <laughs> bit. And then about 50% of the time, I can't. <laughs> Mark, I can't get this one. Okay, well, so that's anyway, me and home. That's address. where we are. Yeah. yeah, that's that's most home projects. Yeah, I was going to say, I say I'm
3: really handy, but it's really, like, 80% Ben and 20% me. So, like, I have the vision, and he gets it done. But it, <laughs> it, it's Very together. Nice. Yeah. which is Right, yeah. yeah.
4: No, yeah. I mean, talking about enhancing, yeah. Um, we've pretty much, like, redone our whole house since COVID started. Yeah. Which that's has true. been Taylor having a dream to get it done, <laughs> and then me, I guess, just yeah. doing it. <laughs> but, uh yeah. no, yeah, I mean, it's good. I'm not... Upset about it now. It was just a lot of long days. No, HGTV
3: is banned from mm-hmm. the house. Yeah. I'm not allowed allow to watch HGTV. No, yes. he's it's not bad. joking. It's bad.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, it's bad. You can relate. I can relate to that. We, we just yeah. finished Ben. We just finished another project, which mercifully, we just had somebody come and do. But most of the, most of the stuff we've ended up doing, Lisa, thank God, is a painter. I oh, hate nice. painting. Hey, nice. me too. So okay, I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we finished this, and now it was just this morning that i woke up in the one room upstairs that hasn't been redone or finished or touched in any way i'm like i hate it in here now i hate this room <laughs> so it's like we got to do something now is yeah. yeah
3: no i've been doing room by room i'll be like okay ben i can't stand this anymore and he's like okay just a couple more then like no no longer like this weekend <laughs> yeah
0: thanks home depot right yeah
3: oh 10% off lot, man then. yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> so you guys mentioned that you guys did, just did the love language test with one another. Mm-hmm. Um what so there's time, words of affirmation, physical touch, gifts and acts of service. Mm-hmm. What are you and how have you changed in the last year or two?
4: All right. So I probably was like 50/50 from gifts and physical touch before uh I before we got married and even maybe even the first six months into marriage, but since working full time and just being really busy because like, I mean, COVID is really big in terms of like adding to your schedule a lot of times, even though you'd imagine it wouldn't, but it kind of just does. So I've gone from that to more like uh, acts of service. Like if I come home and like dishes are done, it's like, Oh, just the best (laughs) because like after a day at work, I don't want to have to do that. And I know like, whether or not she was working from home or I'm working from home, we're both working and it's still just like, oh, I still felt like I had such a long day. And it's like, well, you've been in your chair all day. I'm like, well, yes, but it's, it still feels like it was a long, stressful day. But um, no, just that to me, especially with like being busier, having those like acts of service done has been like a huge blessing. So I think that's my probably my biggest one.
3: And then I took mine, and I think we kind of guessed this, but I'm like a smorgasbord, except for gifts. Gifts is like 0%, um, but I kind of score evenly on a lot of those areas. And so, yeah, it was funny because I always, I was like 80% acts of service, and now I like push it onto him, and now I just kind of fall everywhere. So, (laughs) Ben, unfortunately, just kind of has to, you know, like pick up the pieces and you know, <laughs> kind of fill in when he can, but I don't know, I think that's the beautiful thing about marriage is that it just enhances, you know, some of those things that, like, I've always been a big acts of service person, but now that Ben knows, like, how much I appreciate it, like, he appreciates it too, you know, so it just, I don't know, again,
1: it's that balance, I think. we mm-hmm. mm-hmm. teach one another some things, yeah. or show one another some things,
0: yeah, yeah. It's, it's, maybe
1: didn't realize when we right. you were younger, yeah.
0: It's nice to be able to learn from one one another, too, what works and what what doesn't work. And sometimes it just takes a lot of work and patience and understanding and a lot of talking. Indeed. Yeah.
3: Well, you guys are four years ahead of us? Three years ahead of us. Ask Lisa how long. (laughs) No, surely was not yet. It'll be anniversary this summer.
1: Nice.
3: (laughs) Okay, so three years. Yeah, let us know how it is and we'll...
1: For sure. We're... It's, it's different being, for me anyway, different being married as an almost 50-year-old than it was during my first marriage as a young 20-something for sure. I don't know. It's it's easier. Maybe it's because you are easier. I, I don't know.
0: I was just going to say yeah. it's because I'm easier. <laughs> you <Very> easier. <laughs> yeah.
1: Comparatively.
0: Yep. Go ahead.
1: What should I do? Should we do, would you rather?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, oh. so if... For people that listen to the podcast, um, they always know that we, we go through this this quick answer thing, which what's the first thing that comes to mind, which we're going to do. But Lisa added a twist to it today because she interviewed me for the first segment. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let you go ahead.
1: Okay. So I'm going to do would you rather, and then you each can give your answer. Okay? okay? Okay. So Ben and Taylor, would you rather do dishes, do taxes, or do laundry? Dishes.
4: Actually, dishes or taxes, actually. Laundry is... We both hate laundry so <laughs> Laundry is <laughs> yeah. the worst. We
1: always have, like, All baskets right. and baskets. Would you rather lose your keys for the car or lose your phone? I'm gonna, I'm gonna.
4: I'm going to go keys. I can always ping my phone from, like, Google or something. That's oh, true. Yeah, I lose Keys, my stuff. it's like, I don't know how to find it.
3: Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, I lose my stuff literally all the time. We had to buy my, like, buy me an Apple Watch so I could ping my phone because he's sick of calling me. I <laughs> <laughs> had
4: a true story. Yeah. Very funny.
1: Um, would you rather read a book or listen to a podcast?
4: Read a book. Podcast.
1: Yeah. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Dark. Dark. Okay. Um, eat Ludafisk or eat tripe? Lutefisk. Tripe. Oh, really? Why? You <laughs> say that with <laughs> such
4: certainty. I, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's in like some fun and stuff, and I've definitely like, gobbled that right up, so hey. <laughs>
1: Oh, why not? No. Oh, good for you, Ben. This um, is amazing. amazing. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> Adventure Seater. And last one. Would you rather travel to Hawaii or travel to Europe? Europe. Europe. We'll
3: explain why. There's a
1: story.
4: <laughs> There's yeah, a story. we went to Hawaii <laughs> on, our on our honeymoon. Yeah. And for the first time in 78 years, yeah. they were hit with a hurricane.
3: And I'm um, in Maui. The week we're in Maui. we were there. Yeah, so we, Again, a category, what, three or four? The first hurricanes.
4: time in a century. Yeah. And we were there that weekend. Yeah, okay. I mean, we shouldn't have gone during hurricane season, but, yeah. I mean. Statistically. Yeah, statistically, we right. were fine. I was looking, I was like, that's no way. As soon as we get there, it's like,
3: yeah. Oh, no, legit. Category five on
4: its way. I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah.
3: So it got downgraded, I think, to like a three or something. But I'm used to like a hurricane. And so a lot of the island got like totally torn apart. And we ended up having to stay with like some friends of his parents. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was was not very honeymoon-esque staying with strangers. We had
4: (laughs) to get out of our Airbnb. And we stayed in like the extra room of someone on the opposite side of the island that I met maybe once when I was like three. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. My dad did. He's so like, oh yeah, go hang out. We'll
3: on. not be going to Maui. In So yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> but, yeah, no, no, why anytime soon. You know, it's beautiful. Love it. We both have been before, but we will not be going back. So yeah. Indeed. Yeah.
0: Somehow a park and Forest Lake just sounds so much better, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. But we were there,
3: especially. We couldn't get out. We're like, yeah. Then we went to Florida for a redo honeymoon, and then was hit again with another hurricane. No. No, I'm I'm not kidding kidding. you. No, that's really, yeah, we have the worst luck, (laughs) so we do not travel during hurricane season. Yeah. Yeah. Or we'll go to Europe. So, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: Good question. All right, so I'm going to do the quick answers. Uh, Chocolate or strawberries? Chocolate. Chocolate. Red wine or bourbon. Red wine. Red wine. Romantic comedy or romance novels. Ugh, romance novels. Rom-com. Hotel or a tent. Hotel. Uh, a tent. <laughs> Pina coladas or getting caught in the rain. <sighs> Why not both?
4: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, One
0: o'clock or thirteen hundred.
4: 1,300. 1
0: o'clock.
3: I, I'm much more military. <laughs> I appreciate
0: that about you. <laughs> okay. Um, so you guys have been married for how long now? Two and a half years. Two and a half years. What's the longest that you've spent apart? Uh, she was deployed, so four and a half to five months? No,
3: I was gone for like six months.
0: Okay. Yeah. That long? That's okay. Sometimes it's hard to tell how long somebody's you know been gone or have been married based on the calendar. and Yeah. <laughs> I'm letting you live it down though, honey. (laughs) So uh, how did you, um, as a couple, uh, how did you manage that time apart?
4: I think it was different because we'd only been dating for maybe four and a half months before she left. So I guess the biggest thing was a time difference. It was tough to like fit that in and then, you know, she's really busy. She's always flying. So it's like. On a mission this time, on a mission this time. So sometimes it was a week before we heard from each other. And then, you know, it's not like life stops at home either. So I guess fitting the balance was a little bit awkward and probably put some strain on, like, a new dating relationship. But I think because we were both military, it made it a little easier to understand, like, hey, you know, things happen. You just got to roll with the punches.
3: Right. Yeah. Oh, and actually, so this is, I'll be leaving for tech school. In two weeks this will be the next time the longest we've been apart from each other mm-hmm. so yeah so it'll be interesting how different it is this time having been married a few years and, you know.
1: how do you think it
3: will be different um i just think like well for deployment obviously the time difference was a huge impact plus i'd be going these long missions for you know sometimes hours on end and so this time you know i'll be working relatively the same hours as him so so same time we'll, zone, yeah. We'll be like done at the same time, so we can actually talk and stuff. And he can actually come visit, unlike you know, in the Middle East, so
4: yeah. So it should be a lot easier, I would, yeah. I would hope.
3: Yeah, we would hope. Think. Yeah, no hurricanes, fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right, right. We're t- out of the school?
3: Edson Gulfport, Mississippi,
0: Gulfport, Mississippi, yeah, yeah. right but on the my, coast. Yeah, Kiesler was awesome.
1: Yeah. It's not hurricane season. No, no it's not. not like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah I'm totally good. joking. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I know hurricane <laughs> season now. Yeah, oh, okay,
1: right yeah. We have, it, we have it down <laughs> pat. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. Has the military made either of you or both of you better spouses, do you think, being in the military?
4: Probably. I mean, mm-hmm. you Taylor enlisted when she was 17. I enlisted when I was 18. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... was kind of a child back then so whether it was the military I guess teaching me to be an adult or just maturing I would say that a lot of it was due to the military so I mean I would for sure say you know I'm a better spouse because of it
3: yeah I would agree because I mean something I think about like I always had this hard rule. I was like, I'm never ever gonna marry or date a military guy. Like ever, ever, ever. Well, you shouldn't. And yeah. <laughs> But it's funny because then when I met Ben and like Cute Deli guy. I right. I was, he, was, he was, he's a cute deli guy, but uh he still is. But yeah, no, so it was funny because I I don't know, prior to this, I just don't think, it, just, it never worked, my other like civilian relationships, because they never got it, they never get the military perspective, and they were never mature, like, they're always just super immature, so Ben's actually two years younger than me, so when we met, originally, I'm like, oh my gosh, two years, it's like crazy, it's like the biggest age gap, I don't, it's so silly, but you know, but then after I got to know him, I'm like, oh no, like he's been in the military, like he's mature, like he had, he like gets, like the military lifestyle, and like you know, just kind of what that entails. So, yeah, I think it's both made us better spouses because of that. Plus, we get like tons of free marriage stuff that other couples, you know, whether it be um strong bonds, and classes and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah strong bonds yeah. is awesome. Yeah, we loved it. So, yeah. By the way, plug in for strong bonds if you haven't done it, you should because it's free, it's amazing, and the hotel is usually just like gorgeous. So, yeah, just saying.
0: There's a lot we and we talked about this in the first segment of this is just how. Um, and maybe you can you can tell the story on that, honey, is the, the difference between marrying somebody that's in the military and, and starting a relationship with somebody that's in the military and being in a relationship with somebody that's corporate and how you felt initially.
1: Oh, one of the first things that I noticed um, when we started dating um, was how very easily and quickly the military family sort of folded me in so it was it was like automatic. It was almost um, disconcerting in a way because that isn't necessarily the way the way the people that I grew up with and, and came from behaved. That isn't necessarily the way I'd ever observed anything being um, in corporate America or, or other places. So I, I ended up loving that part of it very much. Mm-hmm. It's nice to, have a companion in life whose work family sees you as an important part of the picture almost right off the bat. That's pretty cool. I think so, too. Yeah. I totally agree. Mm -hmm.
0: So where do you guys, where do you think you'll be as a couple, five years from now?
3: (laughs) I know. Oh, my goodness. Well, I would like to have kids, but... um, I guess we'll see. Yeah, it's hard being military for that fact, you know. As far as like planning and well, be I should say being dual military, I think that's a little more challenging. Cause yeah, I don't know. So I would hope we'd have at least a kid. That's where I'm at. I don't know. What do
4: you say? I mean, it it could happen. I don't I don't know. I don't know what's in the future really. Um, five year goals. I mean, I'm probably gonna still be here, still still working. So I mean, I. <laughs> I guess I haven't put too much thought into it, but, I mean, a kid on the way could be. I mean,
0: five years seems pretty reasonable. You guys still seem to enjoy each other's company so much. Yeah. that Right, right. Yeah. Like, why
4: mess with something good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I to say, I would do love
3: being aunt and uncle, too. We have two nephews that we well, absolutely ignore. Yeah. Well. <laughs> when they're good, we send them home. You know, yeah. Or, sorry, when they're bad, we send them home. We keep them. Good. but right. yeah no so I think yeah I think it could be great otherwise um we were supposed to build and we ended up not building because of COVID mm-hmm. so maybe potentially starting that up again would be nice once things simmer down but yeah. yeah
0: sounds good one last one for you honey
1: do either of you wear your old military uniforms when you're at home at home mm-hmm. <laughs> see what no
4: <laughs> I, In fact, I keep my military uniforms at work. I do too. I man. have never and would never wear it not at work. Yeah,
3: I guess for me, I love.
4: Sorry, to- I, I have to I did yeah. wear my blues to get married, but that yeah. was by her request and I as soon as the ceremony was over, I changed into a suit.
3: I think when I was a flyer, I was much more into, like, I'm wearing my flight suit and whatever, you know. Now I'm, like, I can't wait to take them off me full time. She's asking
0: yeah. a, a fair and honest question here. Do you wear your unif- your old uniforms, the old gray ones?
1: Yeah, the ones
4: Do you ones still that wear those, disgust. or did you
0: get rid of them? ADUs? Yeah. yeah they're gone.
4: They're
3: gone.
0: You 100%. No you way. still have those? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tell them how
1: you use them at home. I,
0: they are my work clothes when I'm at home. I still have the old... Camouflage pad, the old green camouflage, the BDU ones, oh my God. and I still wear those when I'm, or my desert uniforms. I, I still have those. Hi. Fair, I got some nice like Gore-Tex
4: ABU jackets. I've used sometimes like snowboarding, but like, like I guess not like the actual uniform, like only like the jacket. Like I don't think I don't have. I don't,
1: know where have, where I don't think I is. got. Yeah. See Mark, and now you know why I asked. Why you do
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just great. You've <laughs> art- articulated how weird I am. I-, I guarantee you, somebody's listening out there is like, yes, I still wear mine. And oh, I'm no,
3: normal. 100%. My brother in law, or our brother in law, still has his. He was in the army like yeah. a long time ago, and he still has a bunch of his uniforms. So.
1: Yeah. Mark cuts the, when the pants really get worn out, he cuts them off for,
3: for Right.
1: Because why not? Market, why
3: wouldn't you do pants. that? They have pockets. Yeah, ABU shorts. Oh, my God. Rocking
0: it. A lot of convenient pockets. <laughs> Yes. I'll give them that. Thank you.
3: Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had to work that hard to validate the fact that I wear all of my uniforms. <laughs> just, it's fine. I'm sure it's fine.
3: I still have some Santees, if that's any. I just thought of that. I have deployment Santees that I won't get rid of because they're just cool
1: and.
0: They're great. I I don't know what that is. Sand-colored t-shirts.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, sand tees. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: You know the left-hand side of my uniform drawer that's full of those (laughs) (laughs) t-shirts. You never know what you are
3: going (laughs) to find.
1: What's in his drawers is his business. Yeah. So, and
0: and that's how we do laundry, which which is all right. And my answer, by the way, was I would rather do taxes than dishes. Yeah. I, I get it totally with you. Um, who's a couple that inspires you? Do you guys have a mentor couple?
3: Oh, yeah, I would say so.
4: I mean, I guess not like when I think of like one particular couple, maybe not, but I kind of take aspects of a few different kind of people who I would see as somewhat role models and like their relationships. Like, I mean, my parents have been together like almost 30 years or over 30 years now. So, I mean kind of crazy to think about my grandparents are all you know still they originally married so it's like crazy to see how like even like 50 plus years it's like whoa that's
3: and same for me like yeah I was really blessed as well that my whole family is all stayed married and happy and yeah so I think we kind of take aspects of that's something we were taught in marriage counseling is know, you take the good that you think or like that will help and then you Tossed away the bad that you didn't like. Right. But um I think too, like we've had um actually Chief O'File and Trisha O'File. Um I've known them since I was twelve years old. He's who brought me into the Air National Guard. Um so they've always been really good support system and um taught us a lot before.
4: Smart to yeah. plug my boss. So. Sorry, no, I'm
3: no, not No, so no, sorry. Sorry. no <laughs> I didn't mean like that. No, but he's always been like a second dad, so it's natural to Yeah, so I think, yeah, we've just had been really blessed with both our families and some outside sources as well.
0: Well, you guys are a fantastic couple, and definitely one of my favorite couples that I work with out here at the base. That's high praise. (laughs) I would have anyway. I would have anyway. Well, I want to thank Ben and Taylor for joining me this week or this time on uh, Beneath the Wing. And I want to especially thank my Valentine, Lisa, for helping me out on this special. Valentine's edition of Beneath the Wing. So thanks all of you to, for being on the podcast. Absolutely.
3: Thanks for having us. Thanks, honey.
0: You got it, sweetheart. Um, next edition, we're going to have Lieutenant Katie Morse joining me on Beneath the Wing. I know I said I was going to have her on our special edition from D.C., but Valentine's Day comes but once a year, and it's been great to focus on love in uniform and how we make these relationships work with our commitment to our work and supporting the country.
2: So join me again next time on Beneath the Wing. Thanks.